Etheridge. Thank you. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge. What's she up to? Um, you know, her life, I think, is fairly tragic because one of her sons died of opioid addiction. Well, get in line, Alyssa. <laughs> you're like, okay, no you're not special. For me. No, that's okay. <clears throat> interesting take. I'm Lillian. just kidding. That's very sad. Um, why does God have to be down on the lesbians? Right. Haven't they been through enough? Jesus Christ. Um, uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast for you. For your viewing pleasure. Don't tell anybody else about this podcast because we make it just for you. The person <laughs> that who's is listening. So true. It's a one person that is audience. So true. Yeah. So. Um, there was an app that I wanted to um, try to convince my friends to be on, which is like you send, it's basically like a collection of voice memos, but um, no one wanted to do it with me. So, what does that mean? Like, it, how it was advertised. Um, was like that you would make kind of like little podcast episodes for your friends. Like it was like a little voice memo kind of moments. And then you would, but it would be like a group chat of voice. Me- I, I'm not really sure because no one would do it with me. It was right. called like coffee beans or something. <laughs> so anyway, if any listeners need um, like a new app experience, if you, if you don't want to do Be Real it or whatever. It sounds like, like a journalism school's like senior thesis project. I think, yeah, I think it is akin. Yeah. yeah. Akin to that. Yeah. Um, well, Kelly, how are you? <laughs> What's good. going on? What is going on with the beginning of this episode? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, try out, check out that um, app. Okay, if, great. If I named it correctly. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. But I need you to answer the question real, for real. Oh, no. I mean, I actually am. I've been okay. having, like... Um, I've been forcing everyone in my life to experience like 10 days of birthday celebration for me, Good. which has been awesome. Yeah. And happy, happy birthday from the podcast to you. Thank you, Lillian. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's over and, you know, I can no longer legally ask anyone to participate in, in yeah. birthday celebration, but, um, I had a great... I had a great time. Good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Um, Virgo season is dead and gone, but respect. Yes. Someone last night was like, um, oh, are you a Libra? And I said, not in your life. No. Not in your not life. Not for love or money. <laughs> I yeah. said, no, I can read. Oh, shit. JK, JK. Yeah, both my sisters are Libras. They're a special crew. Yeah. Yeah. Enough air in this house to lift it right off its foundation. (laughs) It's up, essentially. (laughs) It's up. If you've seen the film Up. Inspired by, yeah, the Devane Devane. family. Yeah. (laughs) The Devane girls. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah. Great. I'm glad. Yeah. How's, how's um, Eugene, Oregon? Eugene, Oregon is just fine. We have our few fleeting moments of great weather still. And um, yeah, it's good. I've been really busy with union stuff. So I've been, people are shaking hands again. Oh. Yeah. I just mean like COVID. Don't mind I mean, if I do. I just mean, I was like, oh yeah, it's been so awkward to stand there in front of someone you don't know and say, 
hi, like you're a fucking kid waving. You know what I mean? It's nice. I'm like, people are hugging, people are shaking hands. I was like, oh, this is great. So... Yes. I mean, yes. It was very like, don't they know you're supposed to have a last name oh before? Oh my god, it's fucking. Or like, even worse is a, a fist, fist bump. bump. Guys, don't do that to me. No, I, I'm a woman of I, the world. Yeah, I can't fist bump you. It doesn't make sense for me as a person, and it just takes me out of my headspace. It throws me off. I just, you know, just don't. It's don't my. Do it. It's a boundary. Yeah. Oof, God. Glad to say goodbye to that. Um, yeah, who decided that was the fucking substitution? Well, I think it all goes back to Deal or No Deal. The game show? Because the, yeah, the host of that was famously germaphobic, Howie. Yeah, Mandel. And Howie Mandel. And he would fist bump everyone who came on, so I think people got this idea that it was more cleanly, which I don't think that it is. Well, I guess you're not really like, yeah, knuckles. Or I mean, maybe. how long are your handshakes? My handshakes are, they're quite quick. Well, I guess they're thinking you don't, you don't like go to the bathroom and like clean yourself with your knuckles unless you're an animal. <laughs> that is true. And even no, then, I'm that not sure. is true. I am not sure of the science with that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly how they clean themselves. They yeah. May. Some species. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I would, I would imagine that's the main source of the, the germ. Right. The palm side is the germ side. It's like peanut butter side down when a sandwich <laughs> right. falls on the ground. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when you shake hands, you are going peanut butter side <laughs> down on a Petri dish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my goodness. Anyways, yeah, but everything's fine. I'm just fucking swapping germs with uh, every graduate student I can find. And not in a fun way. Um, Just kidding. It's fun. I love it. Um, Anyways, um, service stories? Um, Yes. Uh, I, (laughs) well, just to, to... To give a little birthday lore to the listeners. Okay. Um, I new lore, newly established lore. So I went to a karaoke bar on Thursday night. It was like a very fun and sweet group of people because it was like, um, like a a new coworker and she brought a friend and an old coworker that Lillian and I had worked with and um, one of my. Old, like a friend from college who lives in Atlanta now and happened to be in New York and he like decided to come by. So it was like a very funny like group of people in, intermixed with like people that I expected to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, one of the things was I was obviously um, drinking and doing cocaine yeah. because it was my birthday. And uh, then the bartender was a surly man. Mm. And I said, I must have him. And so I just started hanging around. Like, I just started standing at the bar until he was like, what's going on here? And yeah. I said, let's go outside and make out. And he was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and which was like um, very sweet of him. And my new coworker turned to my best friend, Sophie, and she was like, is Kelly going to make out with the bartender? (laughs) And Sophie was like, oh, this is, she was like, you don't know her, but yeah, she is. Um, Like, it's very, that's, yeah, she's going to for sure. (laughs) 
And like my coworker was very like she was like, oh my god, because we've literally never hung out outside of work. So she was right. like, that's so insane. Um, and then obviously I was very hungover when I went into work yesterday. Um, and immediately when I got in, the lunch bartender was like, I couldn't find like these three things. And I was like, okay, let me go down in the walk-in and find them for you. And then one of the things is supposed to be a puree and it just hadn't been pureed yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I will do that. So I got the stick blender. Mm-hmm. Went to blend it, hung Uh-oh. over brain. Then there's stuff in this in the in the immersive part. Yeah. And I went while I'm holding. No. Yes. No. 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 Yes. No. Yes, no. Lillian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Immediately, in the within the first ten minutes of being at work, and I was like, okay, awesome. This is the day. <laughs> this is the day. That. Is one of my worst nightmares. It is just so weird because now I have a cut on and the, the front and back of my finger yeah, that's... because it was—it's a blender. So fuck, dude, fuck. Yeah, it was really—it was like so, and I was just so like, I was like, great, whatever. And then uh, it was like <laughs> the two people who do the pastry who are both like young, young, lovely young people. And they're like, oh my God. And I was like, I just, I have to walk away. Like, I was like, I'll be back. I'll clean this up in a second. I was like, I just have to walk away. I was like, no. the hell of my own making. I was like. Oh my God. Did it bleed like a lot? It, it, I would say like the, um, on the toast side, not on the peanut butter <laughs> side. Yeah. It was bleeding quite a bit. Yeah. Fuck, dude. It's one of the, it's also like once it had like stopped bleeding and I was you know whatever treating it and then also I had to do the annoying thing of like I had to wear a, um, a rubber glove all night yeah. on my left hand very annoying um, it's like one of those where it's like it's a bruise and a cut fuck very annoying fuck oh man I'm sorry that's a really that's a like truly something I think about every single time I use an immersion blender and I'm like don't because I'm I mean, the thing is, is just like, <sighs> I physically unplug it every time I interact with no, it of because, course, I, because I'm of so course. scared of that. Cause you're, that's what I, that's literally what I was going to say is like, why was it still plugged in? Cause, Cause you're hung over. No, you're hung over. Yeah. Fuck man. Well, I'm really sorry. Oh, that's okay. Oof. I almost look like. Damn, dude. This is, this is 31. Yeah. God. My coworker, one of my coworkers, um, burned her leg on her motorcycle. And I was like, oh, did you get a tattoo? And she was like, no, actually. And then told me the grisliest, most disgusting story about how she melted her skin on her motorcycle. Oh, and I was like, okay, oh, I thought it was a tattoo. And then I kept asking questions because I was like being polite. But then I was like, I actually can't hear the answer to that question. And I, I had to walk away. I was like, stop, so. stop, stop, stop. Why are you telling me that? <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I'm so squeamish, dude. That sucks. It was. It was just like, I was like, all right, well. Oh, here we <laughs> here are. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Um, my service story is not as physically painful, but um, yeah. painful in other ways. So my last shift, and I said I would pick up during the year because like I desperately need money. So um, I was like, I'll pick up if any of these fucking undergrads are like, wait, I have to write a paper, which I know is going to happen and they're gonna want me to cover a shift. Um, so, but my last shift, I was like, it's a Monday, like fucking it's, it's been dead. It's going to be no problem. I have to talk in front of like 250 people tomorrow morning. I need to get out of here early and write my thing and practice. I got to be prepared. And of course, when that happens, that's not what's going to happen to you. Like that's not, don't ever go into work saying, Here's an Make idea. Make a plan, God laughs. Yeah, exactly. So, of course, naturally, listeners, it was incredibly busy, and we were understaffed because we've been cutting people because it's been slow. Naturally, that's what happens. All the parents are back in town with their kids. I can't... There's honestly maybe no worse vibe than... Well, they're usually kind of, like, happy and excited, but, like, parents and their college-age children going out to dinner is no fun. It's no fun. Kids are anxious and embarrassed. The parents are overly something. Like, there's some kind of high emotion going on. It's just like you're at a phase of development and not just in your, like, social and physical development, but you're obviously, you're moving out of the house. It's like, it's a very, like, you're in a gray area and nobody likes gray. You're in a liminal space, but you're also like watching your mom drink Merlot. It's like, no one's having fun. Um, anyway, sorry. With their sacks full of like the duck store sweatshirts or whatever the fuck, but uh, loading up the card with duck bucks. Yeah, anyways. This May, just very quickly to say, like just where you are in your life, and brain development the number of people in their early 20s that i saw wearing like nyu grandparent sweaters immediately after graduation because they had made their parents spend 60 dollars on a gag sweatshirt that said nyu grandparent when they had just graduated from nyu i was like rapture time baby get the fuck out that's awful yeah it's that kind of sensibility that is like, they definitely rule the fucking campus, but I'm also like, you're wrong. It's a difficult place to be in. God bless them, though. God bless them. I truly, like, wish them the best because they've, they've been through it. Anyways, it's all to say that it was me, my kind of boss, who I love, who is from Arkansas, and he's, like, a great guy, like, real wild child, and then um, this guy who's, like, the most normie guy. I... I think maybe I've ever worked with in my life, which is kind of saying a lot. Like he's very like, um, just looks like a guy, but then also is like, yeah, so I have seven siblings and I'm like, um, are you Irish Catholic? He's like, no. I was like, Mormon? My parents were just, yeah. He's like, no. I was like, okay, so any other information that kind of clarifies what's going on here? Not, okay, great. You're just a guy. Anyways, very boring. Sweet guy though. We're running around. I know. I'm just like... Sweet guy. Sweet, sweet guy. guy. Hell of a guy. Love him. Would fucking trust him with my life. So we're running around. <laughs> oh my God. 
it's just the, just just for the visuals of like this this trio. It's me and these two people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And um, my boss, Harry, is, Ron, and Hermione vibes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um. So, anyways, it's fucking busy to the point where it's like and as I said we don't have a dishwasher like it's it's heavy huge plates for a fast casual pizza place that uses QR codes none of it makes sense I've asked for a glass rack I never got like nothing is good nothing works yeah right and so to this point there is bus tub after bus tub of fucking heavy like it's we don't have any dishes we're like Everything's scrambling. We're doing to-go orders. That's like a fucking nightmare. And clearing tables. There's a wait list. And I fucking... I'm running around busting my ass. And then I see fucking not Mormon, but Mormon guy stop at a table that has like a dog. And he's like, hey, can I offer... Can I get a dog bowl with some water for you guys? And it's like offering to right. get a dog water when this has not been asked for. Right. And I was like, mm. and I was like, hey, Ryan. Oh, whoops. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll never listen to this. Hey, Ryan. Um, also, Ryan could easily be a fake name. Yeah, it is fake. <clears throat> yeah, it is. I made it up. <laughs> it is. I was like, hey, buddy, um, on the list of priorities, getting a dog water right now is really low. And I physically made a motion to a show yeah, how course. low down, if there were a list in the air, it would be. And he was so scared in that moment because I don't think anyone has ever maybe said something to him in a moment that's not just like, hey, dude, can I get another claw or whatever? And he was like, okay, sorry. And I was like, not a big fucking deal, but like we all, first of all, everyone in this town offers, like we, there's dog bowls everywhere. And I'm like, this is, this should not be on the table, period. Take care of your animals. Like, why am I in this? As you, literally though, like, why am I with you and your dog? No, just to say, immediately prior to this recording, we were talking about a conflict that I was like, why am I in it? It's I would say I find myself saying, why am I in it's, it? At, le- at least once a week, if not more. It's very applicable to most things. It's like get, it's very applicable to most things. Get me I out mean, of here. for all of our talk of alienation <laughs> and what's not, it's like so frequently I'm like, and, and now I? It's me? me? <laughs> why am I helping your dog? Not get dehydrated. That's not my job. Anyways. I barely think I should have to... When people come in too dehydrated, I go, this get should a be handled. Get a water bottle. Get a hydro flask. I have one. It sucks, but I bring it everywhere I go. Anyways. Yeah. So it just was a moment. And then later he was just like, oh, wait, should I be... He like... Then I really rocked his confidence. And I was like, hey. And then I had... And of course, I hate doing this when I've said something. Like, then I have to build that person back up and be like... You're the best. It's really crazy out there. You're doing, but I was just like, it was just a moment where I was like, no one has ever, when somebody hasn't communicated in a restaurant with another person before in that way, that's like urgent. It's Mm -hmm. very scary. And I, to see someone's eyes in that moment, in that first experience, it was a special thing, you know, but, um, 
get the fuck inside and take people's orders. We have two lines that are ringing off the hook, no dishes, a line out the door and a wait list and pizzas sitting to be run. So right. slip the dog's throat for all I care. Get it out of the picture. As long as it's going to make service move along more quickly. Yes, exactly. That's, that's, that's what it takes. Anyways, you know, I don't see a future for him in this business, but... Um, no, dog culture, I mean, we've talked about it sort of ad nauseum, but dog culture in restaurants, it, it's only gotten worse because it's these people who got dogs in the pandemic and they've... They're, like, trauma-bonded to their, like, fucking weird ass. Yeah, it's... The whole thing's bad. They all have... I did an underbite. They all have... (laughs) That's what the dogs all look like. (laughs) Yeah, you got the fucking tossed-aside pando dogs. You got, like, your, your, like, comically ugly dog. We love you. (laughs) Anyways, but God bless. And um, I did on my last night say, okay, so like, what's the deal? Do you guys have drugs or like, can I call you? Like, I was like, where are my kitchen boys? Who's giving me the hookup? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Right. Didn't, I wasn't there long enough for it to happen organically. So I'm just going to have to ask you. Point right. Blank. Like, it's not, you can't wait for someone to be like, yeah, we were doing Molly this yeah, weekend. Yeah, no, I'm like, like, wait, what's Molly again? Oh, wait, can I get wait, that guy's number? Are you guys hanging out after that? No, I don't have time for this, boys. Right. When is your roommate making acid? Fucking text me. Let's go. Oh my God. It is just constant rain. Does anyone need a copy of the anarchist cookbook? I will get it. (laughs) Have you guys Googled Timothy O'Leary? Go get on your phone. Let's talk. At Um, the wedding. I did. Um, the woman not a great segue not a good not no i know i'm just saying this is like i know where this is going is what i meant but go ahead oh okay i was like um to the woman sitting across from me i was like now do you have you ever heard of art bell (laughs) she was like no and i said i'm gonna send you a wikipedia page i think you're really gonna want to take a look at this (laughs) (laughs) and you know what haven't heard from her since. <laughs> Just kidding, I have. <laughs> and she uh, ended her life that night. So <laughs> she couldn't handle the information. Um, oh my God. No, shout out to Jenna. I love you. Um, Jenna, thanks for taking care of my girl in my absence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's fucking pivot. Go. Let's fucking go. Um, Okay, well, we hinted at this last time, <laughs> by the time I mean last episode, uh, yes. that, a, oh, hearing some giggles. My is laughing because she had to sneak in to get something, and she did a bad job, and I was making a face at her as she left. I see. A um, color. A little, yeah, paint the, paint the picture, as you say. Um, uh, thinking about how we've seen a lot of the frequency of pieces about, like, Abusive bosses, sexual assault, restaurant industry, you know, um, systemic issues, right? The reporting has been uh, coming quite quickly the last few years. And thinking about how our own reaction and the public reaction, how that is evolving and changing and not necessarily a backlash, but. Yeah, it's not a true backlash, but yeah, I would say like. So starting in obviously 2017, you have Me Too, 
And then in the pandemic, you have, well, I mean, I guess you could even take it further back. You could go like Fight for 15, Me Too, pandemic. There's tons of coverage of workers' issues. There's a rise in unionization in um, especially chain mm-hmm. restaurants, Starbucks. <clears throat> and then um, and then these, which a lot of which we have covered on this this very podcast, like these bigger exposés about specific restaurants chefs. in the island, Vespertine, yeah. chefs, the yeah, specific guys, da-da-da-da. <clears throat> and yeah, and you saw an Instagram post. Oh, yeah. So this is um, on the Eater main page, um, and it's a piece about um, this place in Philadelphia called Tria, a restaurant, like a, a wine bar, um, and... It says, Eater Philly spent more than a year speaking to former servers, bartenders, office employees, blah, 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 um, over the course of its 18 years in Philly and talking about their experiences. Um, And which sounds like an investigation done, like a thoroughly, you know, something that was done with care and a lot of people wanted to talk about it. But just I was scrolling through the comments and... I think this is the case with many of these types of posts and, and, you know, exposés. But to me, it seemed like a shift. The majority of comments were either just like, here we go again, roll eye emoji, which is like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, yeah, that sucks. And it's like someone saying, wow, angry outbursts, sexualized comments and uncomfortable workplace relationships in a restaurant? Good heavens, I guess I've never worked in a restaurant before. And people are like, yeah, chefs suck. Okay, it's a typical kitchen. Wow, who cares? It seems like people are either just like shrugging their shoulders, being like, yep, or why are we still talking about this? Or people are just like, I think to me, it feels like a little bit of a shift. For sure. In reaction. For sure. Um, and it's not like, I'm not eating here anymore. This is horrible. We can't treat people like this. I had no idea. I mean, there are obviously are some of those, but a lot of them are just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are kind of like backpedaling to this sort of... Um, what do you expect? Yeah. Mentality. Yep. And I think, well, something I was thinking about when we decided to do this topic is like, we, I think part of it is that we have spent the last 18 months as uh, <clears throat> a society, as the receivers of food media, every article in food media is the return of dining out and it's either that explicitly Mm -hmm. and that's the headline i mean literally a casual perusal of grub street is like the dinner party is over um hotel breakfasts are (laughs) yeah yeah um the the cocktail trend pieces Mm -hmm. you know yeah it was the espresso martini yep. and the regular martini. Dirty, Dirty Shirley. Shirley. Yeah, App- yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple teeny. Yeah. Like, I think there is a concerted effort to just say restaurants are not political spaces. We don't have to consider them as such. We don't have to really think about 
where we're going. We just want to be able to go out. Yes. And I think we never really, we never really um, got past the point of exposing because right. what, what happens? And that's a huge, really difficult question, right? That we have thrown out some answers to, people have some solutions or whatever, but it's like, obviously, there's still a problem. We haven't figured out how to deal with the other stuff we've already seen. And so now it's just constant, like, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And people don't want to hear it anymore because everyone's tired. And we're moving, we're moving on from COVID. We're moving on from giving a shit. <laughs> right. So right. that is the same thing. It's like, I don't want to fucking think about the time when I couldn't go to a restaurant. And I learned that this place I liked had a rapist for a chef that was when I had, we had COVID going. So it's like, it's different now. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that's true that there is probably even not consciously that I think a lot of people associate like COVID, the George Floyd rebellions, all these exposés and they're just like bad. That yep. was a bad time. Yeah. And they're yep. like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, or it's like, okay, we did that. Yeah, but it's like, totally. But yeah, but what happened? Nothing. It's also <laughs> like, I mean, you know, fair play to the commenters of like, what do you expect? It's, it is like, yeah. and we've talked about it a lot. Like, it is like, so what is a, what does an ethical restaurant yeah. look like? What does an ethical kitchen look like? Because it's not obvious and it's not like, yeah. um, not that there are any kind of any problem that's sort of like emerging from, you know, whether it's patriarchy or white supremacy or whatever, yeah. it's not going to have a simple solution, but it's like Harvey Weinstein is like, okay, well that guy's in jail now. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. that feels like a, a good, good answer. It worries. And then it's like, don't make people do sexual favors to get cast. Right. That's the solution to that problem. <laughs> It just, I think it's too, like, I mean, some would say that's a solution. I'm not so sure. Um, No, I, (laughs) I think it's also really dangerous. It all works together in such insidious ways where it's like journalists, obviously many of them do care and like they want to, this is what they feel strongly about. This is like what, what they want to do is like do these sorts of stories but then it's also like they're so bound and fucked by like money and like who they work for that like, I mean, a year long investigation is not a clickbait piece, but like these stories as entertainment or a glut of them, or it seems like a trend piece. And then it's like people get sick of them. Like they do get sick of other trend pieces like the fucking espresso martini or whatever. And it's, like, really fucking weird to have that reaction to, like, people being harmed. Totally. <laughs> it's like, totally. But it's just, you're consuming it in the same way. So it's just, like, I get that reaction to it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it feels like it's, um, yeah, it's, like, well, and also, yeah, it has to situate itself among other trend pieces. So it's, like, 
it fits in where you're like, okay, so this is just like what, this is just like the mode of the day. We're just reporting on these types of things. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah, obviously a year long investigation is like, there was concerted effort and money put into this, but it's like, but then it still has to be marketed alongside. Go back to to the rest. Yeah. 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 But still go to these restaurants. Sorry, if that wasn't clear, go to the restaurants, but then also Just be aware. Yeah. Generally, when you're stepping into a restaurant, be aware of what's going on behind closed doors if possible. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and like the, there's a new um, Batali documentary and a new, a woman, I think, uh, I was reading a New York Times piece about it, um, sort of for the first time went on the record showing her face and her name, telling her story, and it's obviously fucking horrible and so sad. Um, and I just worry so much that that people who continue to tell st- their stories are getting treated like this in like yeah. the public. I'm like, that fucking sucks. To be totally. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's like, damn, dude, that's really it's fucking also, hard. It's also for the very reason of like, oh, we're we're going back out. We're we want to go back out, and like we're being we are being pushed to go back out. Yeah, as consumers, um, both obviously as like spenders, but as like consumers of the media, and it's like there does become, and especially the things in New York that we're being like kind of. There is all this stuff that's like, oh, it's garnished with caviar, oysters, like oysters and oyster half, oyster on the half shell. That's like huge right now. Obviously martinis, martini glasses. Like it's all this stuff that is like explicitly meant to be like documented. Yeah. And it does like inherently turn the restaurant into then like the set for your photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And then the workers are just people working on set. Yeah. And like... And I don't, and, and that too is like, I mean, I like going out as much as the next fucking person. Sure. And it's like, there isn't like, I mean, you can't go into a restaurant and every time be like, do a land acknowledgement or whatever, like whatever would be like the moral answer to it. But it is also like when you're turning going out into just something you document for like your peers then I don't know like it, it you put yourself and you put the workers in a really strange mm-hmm. interplay yeah I mean that's like what everyone was feeling when I feel like one of the many fucking shifts a while back when people were really starting to go to restaurants for the first time and everyone's like oh right they don't give a shit about us they just it was a pretend thing for a second <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, like, yes, that realization, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, like, I think it's redoubled because it's, like, when people, it was, like, oh, yeah, people just, people didn't care, people never cared about the restaurant workers, they cared about being able to go to restaurants. Yeah. But it's, like, then it was still, like, uh, workers would have to wear masks, which was, like, this burden but it also like differentiated you Mm -hmm. and like now there is like this like sort of faux equality of like we're all entering into this like freely but like 
we're not. Yeah. Like, we're all entering this stage on equal footing. Like, you're here, and I'm, I'm just also here. Yeah. 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 Not great. It's not great. Yeah. <sighs> and I don't know, too. Like, I'm not really... Like, I worry, I, I'm not really compelled to, to read about this anymore, either. No, not really. Not particularly. And not, that's not that I don't care or, like, don't think it's important. I think uh, it's tough. Because it's like, we're all exhausted. We don't want to, it's like, well, obviously there's shit going on all the time that, like, you have to go in and out and, like, choose what you can give your attention right, and your attention emotions too. and it's like you can't take it all in at once and we always know there's atrocities happening every fucking second but I just don't want to be I don't know it's just it just worries me I guess in myself too and maybe it's just not as like extreme as I'm making it out to be and it's just like take a break and don't read about somebody raping somebody in a restaurant which is like not the craziest thing to not read about all the time but no <sighs> I mean I think it's like a really fair thing to to ask is like again like obviously these investigations should be done and this information should be public but yeah it is like how much do you have to interact with it and then also like what do you do with it exactly that's the you know what i mean like obviously i know i'll never go to a mario batali restaurant (laughs) again but that is sort of like a band-aid solution like it's not as if i think mario batali is like the sole bad guy (laughs) in the new york restaurant scene like no no. But, I mean, yeah, are you supposed to only go to restaurants where, like, you know, I mean, <laughs> kind of I do only go to restaurants where I know the people who well, work there. Well, yeah, but, that's how it works. Yeah. But it's not, it's not that I think their bosses are also ethical. Like, it's like, yeah, you can, no. like can you only go somewhere where, like, you know that the bosses and the owners are ethical? And then, like, how You would you, never eat. You would never eat. There's not a single one out there that isn't a fucking something. Something. An ist of some kind. Come um, on. And that means artist. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> An artist is bad also to be. It <laughs> <laughs> is bad to be. It's also, yeah, you know, and least of all, I mean, this woman in this, you know, Batali thing now, and I mean, again, it is like, I can't imagine any of that that's awful obviously the worst and and talking about it in public i don't know if i would ever do that um and that said i think one of the worst things that comes from all of this is people becoming like artist activists about their experiences that's what i'd really like to see end as well i mean that's rough if you're gonna make activist art like do it in your home uh-huh. <laughs> or take a pottery class. I mean, you know, maybe channel it in right. a classic sort of. Have you considered equine therapy? Yeah, that's interesting. My aunt used to do that. You know, rather than um, rather than needing to kind of physically create something what if you physically exerted if we're maybe let's retire the one woman show you know and and think Mm. about taking up decoupage 
or mm. something else. Yes, I think collage can be a very yes cathartic. Agree, agree. What do you think I was going through when I was cutting up those Seventeen magazines and those Cosmos? I was saying, you know what, I'm not going to take this anymore. Uh, you know, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> Um, uh, was, uh, a little Sally Field of my craft <laughs> scissors. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, kidding, of course, but um, um, but yeah, I mean, I think like the fatigue of it is 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 genuine. It's understandable, and I think that it's a worthwhile question of like, what do you do? What do you do with the energy, and what do you do with the fatigue? Yeah. I mean, maybe you just take more vitamins. I don't know. That's my yeah, angle. Is everyone, is everyone getting vitamin D? You need more than you think. You need more than you think. It's it's in the it's it's in the the quad dig. I'm taking magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin D, ashwagandha. I'm mm, fucking ashwagandha is huge. Mushroom tinctures. I'm going to I'm about to do with some turmeric like i gotta mm-hmm. you gotta get your yeah, turkey prepped. tail is good yeah eat fermented foods that sure. really helps with inflammation yeah i've got a lot i got a lot of work to do in the next week or so mm-hmm. oh I've, yeah the gut biome for me right now is um, really rough i've been eating like a fucking devastated space law and order cop lately it's like you don't need to go this hard <laughs> you don't need to right. like wolf down Chinese takeout like at a la- like at a computer like nothing's live or die like go for a right. walk and like yeah. make some food like it's not you don't need to eat it's do okay that. it's okay um yeah my gut biome currently is at um it's like how they find water on Mars but it's not enough to mm-hmm. support living organisms mm-hmm. yeah. that's kind of like it's like there's there's signs of life yeah but it's not necessarily yeah a fecund kind of <laughs> gross <laughs> um oh i can hear the ice cream truck music yeah i know my street's been so loud today oh i love it um it's like west side story um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh God. Um, well, we have two new patrons. Two new patrons. Tannis. Tannis, welcome to the fold, to the mix, to the party. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And Thank you. another person as well. Danielle. Mm-hmm. Is that somewhere? It is Amanda. 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 We're so sorry we thought you were, sorry, you look just like my friend Danielle. And you I you look just like she's my friend so Danielle. pretty too, so it's a compliment. But um Amanda, sorry I didn't recognize you for a second, but um thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. Um at my birthday party when I again was drunk, um someone that I don't know very well was leaving, um, a young man named Sam, who I <laughs> had met for the first time that night mm-hmm. and as he was leaving I said happy birthday <laughs> not his my birthday actually that's a good bit though <laughs> I wish it had been <laughs> I wish it had been <laughs> it was well not. that's so crazy that I would 
I think most people took that as a bit, so don't worry. <laughs> that is so generous. <laughs> that is so generous, Lillian. Oh my goodness, yeah, I mean, oh God, I need to get, maybe I'll get drunk tonight. Does that sound like fun for me? Yeah, Saturday night, you should. Taking the new folklore girls up for a spin. Ooh. We're getting tater tots with ranch girls. Hold on to your hat. Hold on. <laughs> Come on. Uh oh. Should we also get blue cheese? I don't know what you don't tater tots in. I don't know. Barbecue Ketchup, sauce? ranch, special sauce. Well, um, I hope everyone has a great weekend. All right. Bye, everybody.